0: The Hawaii Sports Radio Network, in conjunction with Scoring Live, bring you OIA Sports On Demand. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii.
1: The roots and traditions remain alive with another season of high school athletics. It's the OIA game of the week. A new year is upon us, and girls basketball kicks off the year right. And riding a hot streak that started right after Christmas, the Radford Rams are looking to make it five in a row. However, they must travel to hostile grounds to take on a Pearl City Chargers team that is looking to close the gap in the standings with tonight's counterpart, and also get their season back on a winning note after starting the turn of the year with back-to-back losses. Which streak ends tonight? We find out now. The Hawaii Sports Radio Network proudly presents OIA Athletics on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And DSC Hawaii. Providing customer value. And now, let's head to the campus of Pearl City High School. Here's play-by-play announcers Kyle Galdera and analyst Michael Lasquero.
2: Aloha and welcome to Pearl City High School. We're getting charged up for a OI girls basketball matchup tonight live from Pearl City. As we mentioned, as our friend Alan mentioned actually, Michael Lascaro and myself, Kyle Galdera, joining you as the Radford Rams come calling in a pivotal West Division matchup. And Michael, it's been interesting to watch these teams all season. I actually covered Radford last year. You covered Pearl City just a few weeks ago to end the uh 2023 campaign pardon me That year um just kind of give us a rundown of how these squads look and what we can look forward to tonight i know radford is probably the favorite on paper but pearl city here in a big home game they're gonna pull out all the stops
3: yeah most definitely radford is the favorite on paper with senior guard Jairo de la nueva but you know this pro city squad they were kind of short-handed when they played radford last year it was a 52 point loss if i'm not mistaken uh, let's not we're not gonna see the score but um i think these pro city team this pro city girls squad is determined to get that first win of 2024.
2: and looking at the matchup tonight it's going to be a fun one radford coming in at five and one in conference play 11 and two overall their only losses not too shabby kamama kapalama and campbell two of the best teams in the state and on the pro city side four and two in league play seven and three overall um and knowing um so basically they've had a couple of good wins a couple of key losses to milani campbell and ks hawaii so again campbell the favorite in the oia west definitely a team to be reckoned with but we'll see tonight if pearl city can knock off radford coming in exciting matchup we'll be back with more this is oia girls basketball on the hawaii sports radio network
0: here's the dream Keep doing what you love. What drives you? What's your passion? Whether you're catching waves, climbing mountains, or playing with the grandkids, the choices you make now can help you keep living your life your way. At Hawaii Pacific Health, we're here to help you live healthier with preventive care and a personalized approach. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash
1: OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii.
2: Welcome back to Pearl City High School. Kyle Galdera and Michael lascaro here with you. should be a fun one. Radford visiting Pearl City. And let's look at our starting lineups for tonight. Uh, starting with the visiting Radford Rams, number two, Olena Umetsu. She's playing guard, she's a senior. Number four, Jaira Villanueva, another senior guard. She's going to be a player we have circled on our lineup for sure. Chante Stroman, a guard-forward combo coming in at 5'7". She's wearing number 10 tonight. Number 21, Courtney Smith, a 5'10 forward. A lot of size in the post for the Rams. And number 23, we called her name a lot last year on our broadcast, the senior post player, Julissa Bollinger, who can kind of sneak in a long shot if they need, but... Michael, really quickly, talking about Jaira Villanueva, what kind of skill set does she bring to this matchup?
3: Well, for one, she is a ball handler, and I think in the sport of girls basketball, ball handlers are a premium. That is a prime position because you want to limit turnovers as much as possible to keep the game even. And what she can do is she's um, been on this squad for at least three years now, and she's one that can help direct the troops and keep everyone on even kill.
2: And looking at the home team Pearl City Chargers, their starting lineup starts with Aisha De Weaver, number two. She's a five foot-five guard, just a sophomore. Number three, Kendall Odaro is another guard. She's a senior coming in wearing number three tonight. Number fifteen, Kaisha De Weaver. She'll be a complement to the Pearl City lineup. Maybe try to stop Jira a bit on the Radford side. She's wearing number 15 tonight. Number 20, Shiley Scanlon, and rounding out the Chargers lineup. Number 24, Aliana Parker. So Talking about Pro City's lineup now, Michael. What are some of the things that the Chargers can look forward to as far as trying to balance out what
3: Radford brings to the table? Yeah, we're talking to Pro City coach um, Kyle Martin pregame. He believes the matchup to watch for, at least for Andarian, is in their post players in Kaisha DeWeaver and Shiny Scanlin. That's where he believes they have the advantage. Radford, they usually have a good, strong post players, but this year they're a little bit younger and not as experienced. But, you know, shali has been on this team for a while. Kaisha's been on this team for a while as well. They were all OI 13 selections a year ago. They are the players to watch for. And they also have that ability to step out of the post, step out to the perimeter, and make some outside shots, which could open up some cutting lanes for the back door with the guards.
2: So those are our starting lineups. and while there aren't any major injuries we're knocking on wood here we'll keep you posted if anything happens but so far nothing major to report which is great news and that sports injury report is brought to you by hawaii pacific health creating a healthier hawaii and as both teams are introduced i want to take the opportunity to introduce you mike to our broadcast airwaves this is your first Opportunity as a color analyst, and it's a fun game to be a part of tonight. And I want to give you props. A lot of people are crediting ESPN for breaking the news about Jaden Mayava transferring to Georgia and then USC, but you called it first. You have the sources, and you actually put that out on Twitter or X way before ESPN. So props to you, my friend. Good job with that.
3: Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I've, I've been around high school sports for about 10 years now, and you know, over time, you develop connections. You know, when you get your first start in the business, you want to be the first to break breaking news. But, you know, if you're trying to, like, leak stuff, out, no one's going to want to talk to you. And, you know, I was actually trying to get um, someone to help us get Jaden on a radio interview to talk to him about going to Georgia. Then I get the text back, he's going to go to USC. And it's like, oh, okay. But, you know, it was kind of confusing because I was like, his dad confirmed to ESPN that he's going to Georgia. And I get the text back saying, well, that's the problem. It was his dad, not his management team. And I think that's the day and age we live in with NIL and management right. teams and representatives and all that. So it's just the world we live in with college athletics.
2: And before we get to basketball, I know, it, but it's uh, it's a big conversation. Like you mentioned, some of that NIL posturing, right, that probably played a lot into it as, like we said, you broke that, Jaden the news. So awesome to have you as part of our broadcast team. And we are ready to go, eight minutes on the clock. And the opening tip is up and controlled by Radford rams going from left to right on your digital device or radio dial they're wearing their black with red and white trim uniforms and a quick shot taken right off the bat by villanueva nice offensive rebound down low that was shante stroman picking it up and then stepping on the sideline for our first turnover no score yet
3: yeah good good stop there getting um, a miss by Villanueva but coach Kyle Martin said they need to go one and done and that offensive rebound he's definitely not happy about that
2: and speaking of one and done their first possession for Pearl City results in a turnover it was the pick and pop by Villanueva gets the steal and the layup putting Radford up two to nothing
3: such a veteran move there get the steal go to the basket nothing fancy just get some points on the board
2: Villanueva averaging more than 19 points a game in league play looking to continue that here with her first basket of the game And another turnover this one stolen by Bollinger trying to run the middle of the court and she's gonna be fouled So right away Radford's tough defense has caused two turnovers as they lead two to nothing just about a minute gone in this one
3: Yeah, right now. I don't like pro body language. There needs to be a better sense of urgency
2: so Villanueva with it on the far side tosses it up top to Olena Umetsu back to Villanueva in the corner down low but out of bounds on the entry pass couldn't be controlled by Courtney Smith and that's now two turnovers each way as the Chargers get the ball with 6.56 to play in the first quarter trailing 2 to nothing.
3: If the match goes a defensive battle I would say Pro City has a chance to win this one
2: I was gonna say, and you called it perfectly, Mike, this is a kind of a grinded out battle Pearl City wants to keep going as a three-pointer is missed by Shiley Scanlon. And just as I say that, Radford starts to run as Bollinger runs the lane coast to coast after getting the layup, puts in the right-handed layup and puts Radford up four to nothing. Exactly what Pearl City doesn't want to happen. Back the other way go the Chargers dribbling down the middle is Aliana Parker. She passes it to the corner, then gets it back, then passes it to the corner again for Scanlan. Misses a long shot, and it's Bollinger again with the rebound. Over to Villanova. a a nice no-look pass down low to Strowman. Her shot is missed, however, she's fouled in the act and will shoot too.
3: Yeah, definitely Pro City is not following the game plan right now. Right now, they are too perimeter-oriented. They need someone to get in that post and draw attention. Right now you had Julissa Bollinger getting two defensive rebounds that led to the break. They got a turnover over to the last position, but here they're able to draw some free throws.
2: And the first free throw off the back iron. That was Stroman missing that one. Still 4 nothing, the Radford lead over Pearl City. 6-11 to go in the first quarter in this crucial OIA D1 West girls basketball matchup and the second free throw is up and that one off the back iron as well but there's Bollinger getting the rebound kicks it out to Umetsu and her three-pointers no good off the front iron however it's rebounded again by Courtney Smith over to Bollinger takes a wild shot looked to be fouled but no call a nice benefit of the no call there by Pearl City Chargers going the other way quickly Kyesha DeWeaver gets it Pumps and Pops now is fouled and for the first time, Pro City will have an opportunity to get points tonight, for trailing 4 to nothing.
3: Yeah, good job by Pro City that time to get the ball up the court. They're also kind of a run-and-gun team. I know Coach uh, Martin does not want them to get caught up with Radford's run-and-gun, but they're also a run-and-gun team too. I got a chance to see them against Nanakuni, um right before the end of the calendar year. And what helped them win that game was they were able to get quick, easy buckets with players just running the floor.
2: And for Pearl City, checking in after the first free throw is Kloy Bulatau. And the free throw is missed. However, a nice job by Parker of picking it up, dropping it in with a layup. So it ends up being a three-point possession and a near steal by Pro City as the referee actually it is going to be a steal and then a foul on Villanueva so this could end up being a 5 point trip for Pro City if they can execute and maybe even a 6 point trip if they can hit a 3 so following the turnover inbounding it is Aisha DeWeaver looks up top tosses it into Scanlon, Scanlon drives the lane with the right hand, her shot no good and she tries to chase down the rebound but Bollinger, great Probably one of the best rebounders in the OIA D1 ranks. She gets it, passes it up, but it's fumbled and stumbled and bumbled out of bounds by Courtney Smith. However, good news for Radford as the referees talk about it. And they continue to talk about it as it stands now, Radford ball, but the referees are going to talk about who touched it last. And it will indeed be Radford ball, so a benefit there goes their way on the call into Bollinger comes the inbound pass calls for a screen, gets it goes left, down low to Umetsu, Umetsu drives the lane, nice pass oh but the layup is blown by Smith, that was a as much of a wide open shot as you can get quickly the other way goes Pro City DeWeaver with it, now around the horn to Aisha Weaver. her three point caroms over the backboard and it will be Radford Ball
3: that's an empty possession right there for Pro City, but that is exactly how they need to play this game. Get the rebound, get the ball up floor, up the court, and get a wide open shot. Sure, it went on the backward, but you need possessions like that.
2: Three minutes gone here with Radford clinging to a 4-3 lead over the home team Pro City. Shot no good by Radford. Quickly the other way goes Aisha DeWeaver, driving to the right side, tries to kick it left, but before she does, she's going to be fouled, and that's now the third team foul already on Radford. And along with that kind of slow it down, grind it out pace that Pro City wants, if they can get Radford in foul trouble, that'll really benefit their chance to try to pull the upset tonight is a quick shot by Kaisha DeWeaver. No good. Rebounded by Umetsu. Sprinting down the lane, now kicking it out to a new sub, Lila Matthews around the horn to Julissa Bollinger. Bollinger over to Villanueva. Give-and-go game down low to Smith, who misses another layup. That's her third layup miss tonight already.
3: Yeah, good defense there by Scanlon that time. She's really had to do the dirty work for this team. I know she can score more points, but she's doing the little things to help Pro City be competitive in the OIOS.
2: Halfway through this first period, Radford clinging to a 4-3 lead. There's Bollinger again. Solid defense leads to a steal and a fast break. Give and go to Villanueva. It's up and good. And just like that, a 6-3 lead for Radford leads to a 30-second timeout called by Pearl City. We'll take a 30-second break as well. You're listening to OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Yau yeah, sunglasses are designed with you in mind.
4: the ball player,
2: the construction worker,
4: the fashionista,
3: the outdoorsman or woman. you want it? Let's get it. Type in ya, yeah, the letter U and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market.
4: Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say ya yeah, you Type in ya yeah, the letter U and HNL for Honolulu to shop today.
1: You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health.
2: We've got a good one here at Pearl City. Kyle Galdera and Michael Lascaro bringing you OIA girls basketball action as Pearl City trailing by three. Looks for an opportunity as Kaisha DeWeaver takes a shot, no good, but rebounded by the Chargers. The follow up shot by Skyly Scanlon is good, and that three ties the game. We're nodded at six with about five and a half minutes gone.
3: What a hustle play by Kiara Ifon to get that offensive rebound and get it to Scanlon for the wide open shot
2: speaking of wide open shots on the other end Lila Matthews takes one but it's no good Pearl City quickly the other way trying to get their first lead of the game Aisha DeWeaver misses the layup though and there's Bollinger with another rebound up ahead to Villanueva, down low to Courtney Smith. She pumps, then passes around to Bollinger, quickly to Villanueva. The three-point shot is no good, and there's Bollinger again with not only the, lay- the rebound on the offensive side, but the left-handed layup is good, putting Radford up 8-6, 250 to go here in the first quarter.
3: Yeah, just not boxing out for the Chargers. That was one of the things that Coach Martin wanted when I was talking about before the game. Is back to basics. We need to box out and rebound.
2: Scanlon takes a quick shot in the paint. No good off the back iron. Rebounded cleanly by Smith. Over to Bollinger, then ahead to Umetsu. Umetsu pulls it out a bit, taking some time. We are playing this here with the shot clock. That's a bit of a change to the high school game that was put in as a rules change locally. As around the horn to Villanueva, it goes. Her long shot is no good, but rebounded by Smith. And then she's going to be tied up. Possession arrow to Pearl City. So another turnover on the books caused by this tenacious Chargers defense.
3: Pro City going to a, a smaller lineup here after that stoppage in play. We'll see if this will benefit them or we'll see if it hurt them. We'll
2: see. 2-10 left to go in the first quarter. Radford with an 8-6 lead. Chargers trying to go low now with Kaisha DeWeaver. To back down Bollinger and while her shot is no good she does draw the foul and that is now four team fouls against Radford, so not only will the powerful Kaisha Weaver shoot two, but the next foul will result in free throws the rest of this quarter.
3: Yeah, I think that was a good play by Kaisha De Weaver there. Getting backing down Jalissa Bollinger. You no, know, Jalissa is one of probably like the the robin to Jira's um, Batman. And if you can get her get her in foul trouble, you're gonna that's gonna force Radford to find that second ball handler. You no know, She's more of a wing player, but she's having to force to play the post. And now Radford makes some substitutions.
2: So Kaisha De DeWeaver makes the first free throw, takes her time in her purple shoes and launches the second free throw. No good. Nice save by Pearl City, and it goes back to DeWeaver, who not only takes a shot, no good, but she's fouled again. And just as I mentioned, foul trouble looming for Radford. That's now five fouls, and DeWeaver goes back to the free throw line.
3: Yeah, give credit to sophomore guard Aisha De Weaver getting making that hustle play near the baseline to give Pro City a chance to get another shot at some free throws. Aisha De Weaver actually did not play last year against Radford. She was sick. So look for her to be a difference maker in this rematch from a year ago.
2: And speaking of the Weavers, Kaisha Deweaver is leading the team with a little over 10 points a game. She misses another free throw, but on the back end, misses that one too. So three potentially lost points there for Pro City as Radford hangs on to an 8-7 lead. Coming quickly the other way is Villanueva on the right side this time. Nice defense there. Sorry, her long hair is blocking the jersey. That was, I believe, Kaisha Deweaver. So props to her. She misses her free throws, but hustles back on defense. Knocks the ball out of bounds. Villanueva inbounds it over to teammate Ikenna Ulit frank who has her pass knocked out of bounds. So at least, like you said, Mike, in the pregame, if Pro City can play solid defense, they can hang in this game. And they're doing that right now. Metsu with it across the court and now down low to Strowman. And before she can get a shot up, she actually steps on the baseline. So another turnover. I believe that's number five already on the Rams as they still lead 8-7 to seven with a minute 40 left to go in the first.
3: Yeah, Pro City has to get some points on this possession, take the lead, force Radford to kind of call timeout and think about it.
2: So dribbling now into the front court for Pro City. Aisha DeWeaver into the corner. A three-pointer is taken no good, but the offensive board, I believe that was Kyron Effin, who picks it up and puts it in and gives Pro City its first lead, 9-8, with a minute 15 to go in the first frame.
3: Yeah, good job there by Kiaren. She was actually the one that got the offensive rebound that led to the Shally scan in 3 to tie the game. So right now, Pro City's bench is making a difference right now.
2: And a wild shot on the other end by Olena Umetsu. It's going to be rebounded on the offensive side by Stroman, and then she'll be fouled. And let's see, it's going to be a non-shooting foul so that benefits pearl city with a minute four left to go and the chargers leading nine to eight it'll be villanueva bringing it in from the baseline as re-entering the game for pearl city is aliana parker the starter down low villanueva surveying the court finds bollinger bollinger got a bit of a breather now she's back in all the way across to Villanueva. Nice three, and it is good. That was a beautiful play drawn up by Radford. Villanueva kicked it in, and kind of Steph Curry-esque snuck around the three-point line. Found an opening and hit it. 11-9 to now, Radford leads.
3: Yeah, they're going to have to have someone following her at all times. You cannot let the best player on the court get loose like that.
2: So Pro City trying to find an answer. But it is going to be stolen away. Poked away by Villanueva, and picked up by Matthews. Bollinger has it now over to Villanueva There's another three Off the front iron, no good She almost had back-to-back trays there Rebounded by Pearl City 30 seconds left to go in the first Chloe Bulatau dribbling to the right, now to the left Nice up-and-under move, getting around the tall tree of Courtney Smith. However, the layup is no good. Back the other way to Matthews it goes. She kicks it to Villanueva, the right-handed layup, no good. There's Bollinger. Her shot is no good, and rebounded again by Smith. The fourth bite of the apple is good as Villanueva knocks that shot in. And now a four-point lead. Can Pearl City get a shot off? They do. Oh, and just missing the three is Kaisha DeWeaver, and that was a frenetic first quarter that resulted in Radford having a 13-9 lead over Pearl City. This should be a fun one, folks. Stay tuned. We're going to have more OIA girls basketball right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network.
1: OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii.
2: Back here live at Pearl City High School here on this hump day Wednesday. A fun one so far as Pearl City trailing Radford by four, but a nice steal. And then an up and under dipsy-doo dunkaroo move by Genesis Gonzales, who gives some Instant offense to Pro City and cuts the deficit from 13-9, to to 13-11. And, Mike, before we get back to the game, we had an interesting – we were very close behind the Pearl City bench, and it was interesting to hear Coach Kyle Martin from Pro City basically explaining to his team as Bollinger turns it over back to Pro City. You almost have to play it like football, where you have a safety or a DB sprinting back trying to prevent the fast break by Radford.
3: You know, I think that's how a lot of these basketball teams are playing – um, now is like fo- like football. I got a, I got a chance to see Kuhuku last Saturday. I know they beat Kalei by like a hundred points, <laughs> but their defensive style is almost like in a in a sit back zone and and pick off errant passes.
2: And speaking of errant, that shot by Uimetsu on the Radford side was errant. However, yet another offensive rebound collected by Radford Matthews. Her shot is blocked. Those Pro City takes it. The other way, we're just about a minute into the second quarter. A wild Chargers shot there by De DeWeaver. However, the offensive board is collected by Pearl City. That was Aliana Parker not only getting the rebound, but going scoop style with the two-point shot, tying this game at 13. Filling away with the other way, a nice crossover dribble. Finds an open Umetsu in the corner. Her three's no good, though, and it's going to be rebounded by Effin. and winding here in the second quarter. We're tied at 13 in this OIA D1 West matchup between Radford and the home team Pro City Chargers. Radford bothering the ball handlers of Pro City as it finally makes its way to Kaisha DeWeaver. She dribbles on a wild shot. (laughs) Not only does she make it, but she gives her bench one of those, yeah, I got this. As Pro City gets its second lead of the game, this time, 15 to 13.
3: This might be the lineup or the rotation or the five-man group, uh, five-woman group out there that is going to help Pro City go on a run. Right right now, Kaisha is the head lady on the floor for Pro City, and she's definitely playing like it. And her teammates around her no, they just got to, you know, not turn over the ball, do the, do the right things. And, you know, if, when in doubt, give it to Kaisha, and she's going to go out there and make a play
2: speaking of turning it over Radford turns it over yet again and speaking of runs as he did that's now a 6-0 run by Pro City to take a 15-13 lead and they get the ball back dribbling with it is Kendall Adaro and her pass is going to be actually tied up a nice job there reaching in by Umetsu and getting the ball back actually it's going to remain with Pro City as we follow the arrow there and inbounding it will be Adaro looks for help and tries a no-look pass it's going to be stolen away Bollinger gets it as the (laughs) coach Kyle Martin for Pearl City is visibly disgusted and he's actually going to be bailed out because the post shot by Villanueva kind of danced all the way around the rim and fell out of bounds in favor of Pearl City so right now with 537 left to go in the second Mike 15 to 13 in favor of the Chargers I think coach Martin can be pretty happy about that.
3: Yeah, they they dodged one right there because um, Bollinger had a really nice no-look pass to Villanueva, who missed a bunny. So you got to count your blessings there.
2: So Radford now employing the full court press, knowing that they're going to turn the screws a bit on Pearl City, but dribbling right through all that as Aisha DeWeaver. And then she goes coast to coast with the right-handed layup, giving Pearl City its largest lead of this game, 17-13. That's now an 8-0 run by the home team a wave no-look pass down low, but the layup is blown by Matthews. That's now at least five layups that have been missed by Radford. And Bollinger now, after getting the offensive board, misses her layup. Then another offensive board by Stroman. Her layup is no good, and finally Radford's going to be fouled. So the offensive boards are what's keeping Radford in this game. And like you said, Mike, earlier, Pro City doesn't really have the size to match up down low. We'll see if they can maintain this pace as this game goes along.
3: Yeah, this is kind of similar to when I saw Pro City at the end of the year, um, at the end of 2023, when they played Nana Nanakuli. Like, Nana Nanakuli really dominated the offensive boards in that first half. and But Pro City's defense, you know, she kind of showed up they, they kind of limited Nanakuli to a lot of field goal until like the last minute of the first quarter. So Pro State is capable of going through the stretches where they can limit their opponent, but they just need to clean up the offensive boards and they'll, they'll, they'll have it in the bag.
2: So Shante Stroman for Radford hits two free throws and that gives Radford its first points in the second quarter. Rams trailing the Chargers 17-15 and right away, Kaisha DeWeaver answers with a long, we'll call it a 19 foot jumper from the corner and that moves Char- the Chargers, part of me, up 19 to 15. So this back and forth game is now seesawing in Pro City's favor. And speaking of that, another steal collected. This one is Aisha DeWeaver. Oh, she dishes it to her sister as Kaisha DeWeaver puts it in with the almost a no look layup as she kind of scooped it with her back to the basket, and that put Pro City up by six points. And we're going to get a 30 second timeout by Radford. Wow, a lot of action so far. We're going to step away for a 30-second break as well. And we'll be right back. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're
1: listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health.
2: Welcome back to Pearl City High School. Kyle Galdera and Michael Lascaro calling the action for you here on this hump day Wednesday. It's a fun one as the Radford Rams on the road facing Pearl City in a big OIA D1 West matchup as right now, Pearl City has gone on a 12-2 run to take a 21-15 lead. And for Radford, their only two points of this quarter are coming on free throws. So the Rams are really going to have to refine, find their offensive prowess if they want to get back in this game.
3: Yeah, right now, the, the weavers for Pearl City are providing the flash and the scoring.
2: And speaking of, pardon me, flashing and scoring, it was Courtney Smith on the no-look pass from Bollinger. She makes the layup and cuts the deficit to four.
3: I did want to give credit to Pro City's Genesis Gonzalez, who's kind of face guarding Villanueva on possessions. But that time, Villanueva passed it out from the baseline, so she kind of lost her a bit. And speaking of losing
2: her, that was Aliana Parker, pardon me, Shiley Scanlon getting loose up top, and she drains the three, putting Pearl City up by seven points, 24 to 17. A quick three the other way by Villanueva, no good. Tipped around, and there's Villanueva getting her own rebound. Over to Bollinger on the opposite side. Radford going from left to right from our broadcast position. Kicks it over to Umetsu, fakes a shot, dribbles around the horn over to Villanueva. Now down low to Stroman, but her pass is stolen away. Scanlon picking her pocket. We'll see if Pro City can extend their seven-point lead with three minutes left to go in the opening half. Quickly the other way goes Pro City. Into the corner is Gonzalves. It's a two, and it's an air ball. However, Bollinger can't handle it. So essentially everything going Pro City's way right now is they not only lead by seven, but get the ball back yet again.
3: Yeah, right now for Radford, there's too much passing in the paint area. He, some of these girls are kind of afraid to take a shot. They need to um, takes takes a chance, and, you know, they're winning the offensive rebounds. You know, just put it up there, and maybe you might better get a put-in.
2: So this ball is going to pinball around again, and it's actually going to go out of bounds. It'll stay with the Chargers, I believe, as the referees again talk about it. And Okay, it is going to be Radford ball and we got to give props to coach Kyle Martin who called a couple of timeouts early And really readjusted his pro city defense. And like we said almost like football. He has two well, like Almost deep safeties. So every time uh, Radford gets the ball Those ladies hustle back and prevent any kind of fast break action And that approach has limited Radford to only four points this quarter 24 17 left to go in the first half Lila Matthews with it now over to Strowman up top over to Bollinger now looking to make something happen back to Matthews she fakes a three now dribbles right poked away by Kaisha Weaver, and only four seconds remain on the shot clock so again the tenacious D of the Chargers is really fired up for the home team tonight as they try to get into the top half of the D1 West standings bringing it in is Villanueva four seconds on the shot clock In it goes to Bollinger. Tipped away, though, and it goes to Matthews. She takes a three. No good. Rebounded by Pearl City. That's Effin picking it up. Now over to Aisha DeWeaver. Cross court to teammate Bulatao, who can't handle the hot pass, though. And it'll be Radford Ball.
3: That's an empty possession for Pearl City. DeWeaver, you know, she is a point guard, and she has a pass-first mentality. I covered them against Natakuli and she had like seven assists. That time she just needed to take it up the floor instead of trying to cross her pass to the corner.
2: Villanueva with it for Radford and almost poked away but Bollinger controls it for the Rams. Under two minutes to go in the opening half. Radford trailing by seven. Bollinger a wild shot, no good. Picked up on the second attempt by Stroman. Her layup is no good either. Pro City with it. Trying to slow down the pace a bit, up by seven. Around the horn, Bulatao back to Adaro, a three-point shot taken by Aisha Weaver, no good, kept alive and finally picked up by Radford. Bollinger on the run, a five on four breakaway. Radford can't take advantage though as Pro City gets back to full strength and of course it's poked away again by Aisha Weaver. She's gonna take it coast to coast, her layup is no good, however, a foul committed by Lila Matthews of Radford. Two more free throws coming for Pro City.
3: You know what's going well for Pro City right now? Jairo Villanueva is not touching the ball. And you gotta give credit to these guards coming off the bench. First we had Genesis Gonzalves getting a steal to open the second quarter. Now we have Chloe Bulatow on marking Villanueva. In fact, in the starting lineups, she was she norm normally starts for Pearl City. Her name was Circle, but they had to cross it off because she wasn't starting. And I think Coach Kyle Martin has a game plan to stop Villanueva. Their bench definitely is stepping up. We have uh, Ferreira coming in for Pro City, too, giving them some size in the post.
2: And Aisha De Weaver hits one of two free throws. And her hustle, though, gets the offensive rebound and then passes it off to a wide open teammate who misses that layup. That was Alyssa Ferreira. So even though Pro City leads by eight, that's cut quickly down to six as Villanueva says, You know what, Mike Lascarro? I'm going to get my hands on the ball and make a shot, and she does with a minute left to go in the quarter and then a turnover by Pearl City. So we'll see if Radford can capitalize, maybe get a two for one or even a three for one opportunity here with just a minute left in the opening half, down by six. Right now it's a 16 to six run by Pearl City in this quarter alone. Villanueva dribbling baseline, finds a wide open Smith down low, and she converts the layup. So a nice job. Villanueva scoring. Villanueva dishing, as you said, all night long. The offense for Radford goes through Villanueva. And so does the defense, apparently, as Villanueva steals it, and then her teammate is fouled. So that's now four straight points by the Radford Rams, and they get the ball. We're going to have another sub as Gonzales checking in for Pro City. Like you said, Mike, one of the top defensive players, and she'll probably be guarding Villanueva. And they're actually doubling her now as Villanueva steps on the sideline. So she's bothered by that double team, and Pro City will get the ball back up by four, 25-21, with 29.7 seconds left to play here in the opening half.
3: We'll see what they do on this final possession. They don't have to rush anything. You need one quality shot or two to to extend the lead into the half.
2: Aisha DeWeaver gets the screen and goes right. Down to Gonzales but stolen away by Villanueva. She has a two-on-one breakaway. Bollinger has it over to Smith. Smith makes the left-handed layup, cuts the deficit down to two. Pro City will probably hold for the last shot. Five seconds and winding. Who will take it? Ayesha Weaver does. She puts it up and in to close the first half. And Pearl City heads to the halftime locker room up 27-23. Nice job countering the tough Radford squad. The referees will talk about it a bit, but from our angle, that basket was more than on time. And indeed, the score is confirmed 27-23 in favor of Pearl City. We'll be right back to talk things over and give you some halftime analysis. But as it stands, the home team Chargers putting it to the Rams a bit, 27 23. This is OAA Girls Basketball right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Pearl City High School. It's been a fun one so far as the visiting Radford Rams trail the Chargers, 27 23. Before we get to some halftime analysis, we got to go give a shout out to Barry Villamil. He runs MyPearlCity.com and of course being here at Pearl City High School, he's going to be on hand taking pictures, posting to the website and we were reminiscing about our old radio days when instead of this nice beautiful setup we have here at HSRN, everything is digital. We have internet powered basically wirelessly. Back in the day we had the string cable and all that good stuff. So. Great to catch up with Barry. Check out MyPearlCity.com for everything he has going on. But in the meantime, Michael, it's been a fun one so far, and Pearl City has stuck to their script as they fell early but went ahead by as many as eight points and now hold a four-point halftime lead over the tough Radford Rams.
3: Yeah, and I think it started with their bench. You know, FN coming in, providing some hustle. She got the offensive rebound which was a battle that Proceda was losing. She got the offensive rebound, got it to Shali Scanlon for 3 to tie the game at 6. She also got another offensive board to give them a potential, uh, a small 9-8 to eight lead. And then their guards coming off the bench, you know, you got Chloe Boulatao and Genesis Gonzalez really doing their part to help limit Jaira Villanueva. We saw on that last possession they were basically doubling her, you know, and that forced her to step out of bounds.
2: Yeah, it was almost a box in one where they put everybody in the post and had or uh, maybe a modified box in two where they started as a man-on-man on on Villanueva and then shifted to a double team Basically saying as and you alluded to this Mike in the pregame anybody, but gyra is gonna beat us tonight and so far Radford hasn't been able to do that. So a great game plan by Pearl City, but Flipping it over to Charles Chong and Radford, knowing that your offense really goes through Villanueva, what do you do to counter that double team? Do you try to find maybe Bollinger down low? Courtney Smith is finally finding her shot down low as well, the five foot ten forward. Do you try to push it, you know, down and into the paint and really get the the bigs going for Radford?
3: I think somebody else, a third person, needs to just step up for the Radford Rams. You now last year Radford had Milano Matos alongside Villanueva. You know, that they, they were, and, and you know, he had players like Bollinger and, and, and such. They were kind of that, that nucleus. Right now, you only have Villanueva and Bollinger that are your key players. You need, you know, either Strowman, Smith, or Umetsu to kind take of some, take some charge. Um, when Procity was up by as many as eight points, I believe never hardly touched the ball, but she was off to the side kind of pointing and trying to direct, you know, someone just needs to take charge, take initiative and, and go get that ball in the hoop.
2: And it's been a fun one so far here. Still three minutes left in halftime. And we want to remind you that on Friday, we have another exciting OA girls basketball matchup for you. It's Castle heading over the Likki to face Farrington this Friday right here on HSRN at 7 p.m. That should be a fun one as well. But in the meantime, we're going to bring you second half action in just a couple of minutes. It's Pearl City leading Radford 27-0. 23 this is OAA girls basketball on the hawaii sports radio network
0: here's the dream keep doing what you love what drives you what's your passion whether you're catching waves climbing mountains or playing with the grandkids the choices you make now can help you keep living your life your way at hawaii pacific health we're here to help you live healthier with preventive care and a personalized approach. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash healthier life.
1: You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760, brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health.
2: Welcome back to Pearl City High School. Kyle Galdera and Michael Lascaro, here with you. It's been a fun one so far. The home team, Pearl City, leading Radford 27-23. And quickly, Mike, what are some keys to the game? We mentioned some of your solid analysis during the the halftime break here, but for Pearl City, first of all, what do they need to do to hold on to this lead? And what does Radford have to do to make a quick fix and get back into this game to take the advantage back?
3: Yeah, for Pearl City, it's just limiting the offensive rebounds. They're playing good defense, but... To play, to finish the possession, you need to get the rebound. No matter how many shots that the opposing team misses, it doesn't matter if they get the ball, like five, they get five extra shots because that just puts you in the hole. For Radford, they're just going to have to figure something out with when Villanueva gets doubled. Maybe she can come be a cutter. You know, I don't know if she if they want to do it and I don't know if she wants to do it, But just have her run around the court and have people worried about her. And we'll see if, you know, there's some defensive lapses with Pro City.
2: Before we get the second half started, we want to remind you that Hawaii Sports Radio Network is excited to partner with Scoring Live, Hawaii's number one source for high school sports. Visit scoringlive.com for live scores, photos, league schedules, and a lot more. Getting ready for second half action as Radford will have it the possession arrow pointing their way Rams wearing their black uniforms and white and red trim Pearl City wearing the all whites and purple trim the familiar purple speaking of that purple shoes worn by Aliana Parker as she guards Radford however that doesn't help because quickly the Rams get a bucket just 12 seconds in cutting the deficit to 27-25
3: good little hook running hook shot there by Bollinger. No, she's a lefty, a crafty lefty at that. She kind of reminds me of Mono Ginobili a little bit in the way she plays the game.
2: So Pro City with it now. Kendall Azzaro with it over to Gonzalves who after a great first half off the bench starts the second half as the defensive stopper against Villanueva. Scanlon a no-look pass to Gonzalves Gonzalves fakes right, then goes left, down low to Parker. She takes a post shot, no good. And her pass is finally corralled by Villanueva. Now back to Uwe Umetsu, pardon me, over to Bollinger. She drives, puts up the left lay layup and good, and just like that, we're tied at 27. So whatever Radford talked about under the direction of Coach Charles Chong, it's working early in the second half.
3: Yeah, interesting to see Gonzalves though in the starting lineup. I'm looking for the other the Weaver sister, Kaisha, and I noticed that she's on the end of the bench and looks like the Pro City Athletic Trainer is talking to her, so well, that's something to monitor.
2: Yeah, good call there, Mike, as she's putting some ice on, which is not normally a good sign for somebody that's trying to come back into the game quickly. And right on cue, Pearl City turns it over again. So a quick 4-0 lead by Radford, a minute and a half here into the third quarter, as we're now tied at 27. And again, we'll keep you posted on the status of De DeWeaver as she ices what looks to be her leg. So... That sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Villanueva, a no-look pass going the other way for Radford. Kicks it into the corner for Umetsu, who takes a shot. No good, but again, the offensive rebound by Shante Stroman, She's going to be fouled, and Radford will keep the ball. Nice active defense. Even though Radford's struggling shooting on the offensive side, their defense hasn't wavered, and that's really keeping them in the game a quick pick and pop. She makes it and puts Radford ahead. And that 6-0 lead will lead to a full timeout by Pearl City. We're going to take a minute break and be right back. This is OIA Girls Basketball right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network.
1: OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii.
2: Back here at Pearl City High School, Kyle Galdera and Michael Lascaro bringing you OIA D1 West action. And as Pro City tries to counter a 6-0 Radford lead, Mike, I'm really a fan of Coach Kyle Martin for Pro City. During the timeout, we're right behind the Pearl City bench as Pro City misses a shot but keeps it on the offensive board. And he's basically telling his team, if you don't want to bring the energy, you can take a seat right now. We don't want you in this game. And his team responded a bit. They missed a couple of shots, and that's going to lead to a Radford fast break. It goes from Villanueva to Shante Strowman. She misses the layup, though. It will stay on the out-of-bounds by Radford. But going back to my point about Coach Kyle Martin, he kind of laid it up, basically saying... They're beating us on the box outs. They're getting all the loose balls. And the energy needs to be ramped up for the Chargers.
3: Yeah, I think it also comes down to the, the little things. On that little jumper by Villanueva take the lead, you know, Genesis Gonzalez, who is normally face guarding Villanueva, Villanueva took the ball out from the baseline. And Gonzalez wasn't really watching her. You know, she, Villanueva gets the ball inside. And then the ball gets back to her and Gonzalez is rotating late and that's how Villanova would get their open shot to take the lead.
2: So Radford had the ball. They turn it over yet again, giving Pearl City an opportunity to sneak back in the game. Radford up 20 set t- 29, pardon me, 27. And the tough Pearl City defense is going to lead, pardon me, the tough Radford defense is going to lead to another turnover. So Radford is really flipping the script here in the second half as Villanueva dribbling slowly up the court, trying to milk a bit of clock as we're three minutes into this third frame. Villanueva, nice right-left crossover dribble around the horn to Bollinger. She takes a shot just above the free-throw line. No good, rebounded the other way by Pro City's Karian Ifin. Back the other way goes Aisha Deweaver, the sophomore guard for Pro City. Tries to dribble against Villanueva. Passes into the corner for Parker. Parker, a nice move, and her layup is good. Got by the smaller Umetsu, and that'll tie this game at 29 with the layup.
3: Yeah, nice quick baseline drive by Parker, who actually got the start today over Bulatau.
2: Wow, a nice euro step layup dancing through the paint goes Villanueva. She is just on another level when it comes to talent. Basically, she's 1A, and everybody else is around the the 2, 2A, 2B mark. On this court tonight Pro City trying to answer yet again we're seesawing back and forth Radford up 31 29 halfway through the third Scanlon takes a shot no good off the side iron from the corner Umetsu a nice job rebounding it going through the tall trees of Pro City trying to go coast-to-coast but her pass is tipped out of bounds Radford will keep it
3: you got some subs coming in and I think the biggest sub right now for Pro City is Kaisha the Weaver coming back into the game. She didn't start the second half. Seems like she had to ice something down. that Atlantic trainer was talking to her, but now she's into the game. And look to her to provide some energy that Pro City needs right now.
2: So Radford looking to add to its two-point lead, 347 and winding in the third. Villanueva takes a long three, no good, and that's going to be rebounded by Ethan. She almost turns it over, but fortunately, Pearl City hangs onto the ball. Radford definitely turning up the intensity here in the third quarter. Nice job by DeWeaver. The younger DeWeaver, that's Aisha, trying to drive, but her layup is no good. Villanueva around the back on the dribble, but a little too much razzle-dazzle as the steal is collected by Cleisha De DeWeaver. And then a turnover. So again, the frenetic pace is disturbing both teams and I think that actually benefits Radford Mike because not only do they have the lead but they seem a little more calm where where Pearl City is starting to rush themselves a bit.
3: Yeah the Radford fans are definitely turning up the intensity as well. And you know, I see them right across from us and they're making some noise.
2: So Bollinger gets the handoff from Villanueva. Now a nice pass to Kami Jade Yanagi. She misses. Rebounded by Bollinger. Her shot is no good. Another offensive board. And finally, Bollinger is fouled. And she will shoot too. It is a tail of the offensive board. And then a technical foul called against Pearl City. So things starting to unravel a bit for the Chargers. A bit of a power outage here in the third. And Radford has taken a six-point deficit, turned it into a two-point lead, and they're going to be having a free-throw party, as the referees explain, that not only is the shooting foul in effect, but then a technical foul will be in effect too, so essentially four free-throws coming up here for Bollinger.
3: Uh, I do not like your choice of words there with power outage. I think that is too soon after <laughs> too Monday. Soon, right? You know, I was in <laughs> Fulan, Waipeo, trying to get some ahi for my sister when that thing would happened.
2: So let me ask you, though, did the fish make it?
3: I did make it. That is a story to tell for another day.
2: <laughs> as the first free throw by Bollinger is up and good, 32-29. As the second free throw is up and good, too. So now a large run by Radford here in the third quarter, 2.56 to go, and they've really turned the tables. Pro City had all the momentum to end the half. As Bollinger misses the third free throw, has one more upcoming. And the benefit of getting the technical foul is not only does Radford get the free throws, but I believe they get the ball, right?
3: Yeah, that's why nobody from both teams is trying to box out because she's basically taking the foul free throws there and then they get the possession.
2: So she misses the second two, but at least gets two points out of that four-point opportunity and Radford does keep the ball. So Villanueva passing it in to Lila Matthews. She's guarded closely by Kendall Adaro. Tries to shake the defender a bit. Now Villanueva with it. Dribbling with her left hand. Ponytail draped over her number four jersey. Over to Bollinger. Around the back dribble. Back to Villanueva. Steps back. Takes a three from the top of the key. No good. But another offensive board. That's Matthews. Looking for an opening. Finds Bollinger. Now down low to a wide open Courtney Smith. And that's another deuce. Putting Radford up 35-29. That's now a 12-2 lead here in the third quarter by
3: Radford. There it is. There it is. And I was wondering when Kyle, Coach Kyle Martin would call a timeout, and he was probably thinking about it, but, you know, he finally called it. You know, you he, he cannot let that happen. You know, that girl, you know, Lila Matthews that got the rebound, I forgot her to even put her on my board, you know. And then you had Courtney Smith getting that that, that um, shot in down low of Bollinger. And right now, in the first half, it was Pro City's bench that was supporting the team and giving them energy. But right now it's Radford's secondary players. It's not just Villanueva and Bondre now. It's players like Matthews, Smith, and Strowman. And, you know, everybody's getting involved right now.
2: We're going to step away for a 30-second timeout. We'll be right back. This is Oye Grows Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. YAYU yeah, sunglasses are designed with you in mind.
4: The ball player.
2: The construction worker.
4: The fashionista.
2: The outdoorsman.
4: Or woman.
3: You want it? Let's get it. Type in "yeah," the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market.
4: Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved, wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say, yeah, you! Type in "yeah," the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu to shop today.
1: You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health.
2: Back here at Pearl City High School, the Chargers were up at halftime 27-23, but Radford has stormed back with a 12-2 run here with 2-12 to play in the third quarter. They get another steal. And the Rams looking to capitalize on the momentum as the down low pass is collected and put up by Matthews. Radford now up after the layup. 37-29, their largest lead of this game. And is there going to be an offensive foul call? No, it's going to be a defensive foul, fortunately, for Pro City on Matthews for reaching in. And, Michael, you made a great point as we were off air for a bit. Three fouls so far against Pro City, only one against Radford. And if Pro City is going to get back in this game, they're going to have to force the issue against the quicker, more athletic Radford squad.
3: Yeah, that foul was on Matthews there. But Matthews, give her credit. She got that last point. And she's also playing solid defense on Aisha Weaver, the best guard that Pro City has. She's basically face guarding Aisha. You know, whatever... Pro City was doing to Villanueva in the first half. Rafa like, hey, if you're going to do that to us, we're going to do that to you as well.
2: So bringing it in for Pro City is the younger Aisha Weaver over to Kaisha Weaver. Now over to Scanlon who takes a wild baseline shot. No good. And then a foul by Scanlon. A bit frustrated there and that's now the fourth team foul against Pro City. We'll see if Pro City can ramp up their team game and That reminds me to remind you that Hoi Pacific Health takes the team approach to providing the expert care you need when and where you need it. Together, we are creating a healthier Hawaii. It's been a healthy effort so far for Radford tonight, up now 37-29, trying to remain as the number three squad in the OIA D1 rest rankings. And a nice job by Pro City there, forcing a turnover as the Chargers will get the ball going left to right here on your radio dial. You can hear the fans stepping up a bit as far as their intensity goes, and then the Radford defensive intensity follows suit as a steal by Matthews. She misses a layup, but then a offensive rebound that'll keep the ball with Radford.
3: Yeah, that, that crowd noise you heard was the Pro City on Faithful near us telling for the girls to come back. You know, Aisha Dewey was basically getting face guarded by Matthews, but nobody is on this side of the court to give her an outlet.
2: So Villanueva running the action for Radford, takes a long NBA range three. That's no good for the Rams who lead this one by eight points. And then another quick turnover. You can really see the Radford defense frustrating Pro City as the Chargers trail 37-29. It's gonna be Radford ball with about a minute and seven seconds left to play here in the third quarter.
3: Yeah, for Pro City, you still have another quarter left. We don't need those hell Mary passes. You just need to get stops and quality shots at the bucket to make this deficit short a um, little bit faster before the end of the quarter.
2: Under a minute as Bollinger gets it. Double-team kicks it out to Matthews. She takes a long shot. The two-pointer no good. Rebounded and going the other way quickly is Aisha DeWeaver. And she is going to be fouled. The Radford coach, Charles Chong, not happy with that call. He thought it might have been an offensive foul on a push-off by De Weaver, but no dice for him as Pearl City will keep it with 46 seconds left to go in the third frame.
3: Yeah, good job by DeWeaver that time by actually taking the ball up court. And she drew a foul, and that's what you kind of need. You kind of need to slow this game down, you know, and don't play Radford's game. Play your game, you know, get them in foul trouble. Now you have Villanueva guarding De weaver.
2: So inbounds goes to Scanlon, back to Aisha DeWeaver. Guarded by Villanueva. The Weaver goes right down low to Scanlon. Driving baseline, finds an opening, and finds her teammate. That was Alyssa Ferreira, who misses the layup. And then quickly, a foul committed by Pearl City, and I believe that is number five. So Villanueva will shoot two, and that's something we alluded to, Mike, is that if Radford can get Pearl City into foul trouble, they can send their shooters to the line and, and really get those points without putting forth much effort.
3: Yeah, the body language right now by Pro City is not good. You have three players with their hands on their hips. Um, You know, for us, we have the benefit of sitting behind the Pro City bench, so I can't wait to see what the fourth quarter, uh, before the fourth quarter um, talk by Coach Cal Martin is.
2: So Villanueva makes the first free throw, putting Radford up by nine second free throw is up and good as well giving radford its biggest lead of this game 39 29 with 36 left to go radford outscoring opponents by a hefty margin this season especially in league play where they're outscoring opponents by about 20 per game and going the other way is a radford foul and that'll send to the free throw line for pro city aliana parker the five foot five junior
3: Yeah, she's actually going to get three free throws here.
2: First one is up. too strong off the back iron. Pro City, the home squad, trailing by 10. And as Parker shoots her second free throw, that one is up and off the back iron, no good. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to OA Girls Basketball exclusively on HSRN.
1: One, two, three. Your home for USC Trojans football, KGU-AM, K236-CR, Honolulu, is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760.
2: Kyle Galdera and Michael Lascaro, back here with you live at Pearl City High School. It's a hump day evening affair in OA girls' hoops, and Anna Parker had a shot to get three free throws, but she missed them all. And fortunately for Pro City, Radford fumbled the ball out of bounds so they're going to get another bite at the apple down by 10 and Mike I'd venture to say that it's a must score opportunity here for Pro City trying to get this deficit back under double digits in pass goes to Kaisha Deweaver she dribbles oh draws a lot of contact and I thought Bollinger might have been set but she's going to be called for the blocking foul and even Deweaver having a bit of a laugh saying I think I got bailed out there I don't yeah. know how much more set you can be if you're Bollinger.
3: Yeah, I mean, at one of our previous um, timeouts or breaks, the fouls were 3 to 0. And I don't know if these refs, you know, want to make sure that it doesn't look too out of hand, but I thought she was set as well.
2: So no matter how you call it, the referees call it that way, and it's going to result in two free throws for Kaisha DeWeaver. So if she can convert here, that will cut the deficit as she misses the first. I was going to say down below that double-digit mark, but we'll see if the senior forward can convert the second shot from the charity strike.
3: Yeah, want to give a shout-out to Radford's Kami Jade Yanagi, number three, getting her first minutes in the game.
2: So DeWeaver taking the free throw misses that one as well that's now five free throws in a row missed by pearl city but they get another offensive board Scanlon takes the post shot no good bollinger gets it up ahead to villanueva takes a three a bit too strong as the third quarter clock expires and a great third quarter of action by radford they were down 27 23 at halftime they go on a 12 to six run to get up ahead in this one by 10. We'll be back with more. One quarter left to go here at Pearl City. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network.
1: OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii.
2: Back here at Pearl City High School, Chargers trailing Radford 39-29 after a 16-2 run by Radford in the third quarter. Bro City has one more quarter, eight minutes in county to try to get something going as they miss another shot. And then a second shot blocked by Bollinger. Radford has it going its way on both ends of the court. Villanueva now leading a three-on-one break. She passes down low to Shante Stroman, who puts up the uncontested layup. And Radford now up by 12 on an 18-2 run. Pro City the other way, dribbling Chloe Boulatao with it. Going right then left down the Sandlin. Goes up against two Radford defenders, and she's going to be fouled. So nice job there, forcing the action, finally going down low like you called for, Mike. And I think they're finally listening to you. Maybe you should have given that mid-quarter pep talk.
3: Well, <laughs> at the start of this game, you know, Coach Martin for Pro City said that they need to win the post battle with players like Aisha the Weaver as well as Charlie Scanlon and for the most part of for the better part of this game Scanlon's been kind of selling for those outside shots and those perimeter shots You know, she's been kind of driving but she just needs to kind of get there and establish herself And here she gets two free throws to cut the deficit to 10
2: So Scanlon does convert those two from the charity strike 7-12 and counting here in the fourth quarter Radford in the driver's seat we'll see if they can keep it on cruise control or if pro city's going to put up a fight as villanueva loses it out of bounds but it was tipped by pro city so they'll hang on to it it's been a fun one tonight and we should have more fun for you on friday night as castle heads over the koala mountains to face farrington this friday 7 pm right here on hsrn as villanueva tries to find bollinger who went the other way And that's going to result in a turnover in Pro City's favor.
3: Yeah, we got Genesis Gonzalez back in the game for Pro City. And that time, you know, she played solid defense on Dillonueva to force her to try to give that ball away, but the pass wasn't there.
2: Scanlon dribbling up top, looks for a screen, but instead goes the other way. And she bowls over the Radford defender. That was Kami, pardon me, Kami Jade Yanagi, who does a nice job. You mentioned limited action for her. That's not going to show up in the box score, but drawing that charge might have gotten the momentum back for Radford up by 10 here.
3: Yeah, she's probably she's probably the last one to come off the bench for Radford, but you can see that you know she she enjoyed it. There was a smile on her face when she got to that corner.
2: Villanueva with it, running the action again, and a reach-in foul will go against Gonzalez. So that's exactly what you can't have happen if your Pro City is those kind of ticky-tack fouls that in the high school game add up because once you hit five, it's two free throws from there. There's no one and one action. Matthews with the shot and almost shot puts it in from the free throw line, putting Radford up 43-31 at 12 point lead for the visiting Radford Rams. Quickly the other way is a streaking Kaisha Weaver. She has it stripped out of bounds and off the knee of a Radford player. It'll stay here with Pro City. 6.18 to go left in this ball game.
3: You know, we talked about it at halftime. Who was going to step for Radford? And right now, Lila Matthews is both offensively and defensively guarding Aisha DeWeaver.
2: So, inside shot taken by Pro City as the elder DeWeaver can't connect. However, the loose ball goes Pro City's way. So, I venture to say here, Mike, that with six minutes and change left, this is a must-score opportunity for Pro City if they're going to try to get back in this game. In it goes to Gonzalez. 20 left on the shot clock. Scanlon takes a wild shot. No good. Bollinger there to rebound. And Coach Kyle Martin, a look of disgust on his face, knowing we got to make these shots, guys, if we want to get back in this game. And on the other side, after Bollinger misses, it's picked up nicely by her teammate Courtney Smith, puts up the layup, and puts Radford up by their largest lead of this game, 45-21, and that leads to a 30-second timeout by Pearl City. Kyle Martin calling it. We're going to take 30 seconds for a little timeout as well. We'll be right back. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network.
1: You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760, brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health.
2: left to go in this ball game and it seems like it might be almost lights out time for the Pearl City Chargers as they now trail by 14 and right out of the timeout they commit another costly turnover that gives Radford back the ball and a quick nice pass Bollinger to Villanueva less than a second of game time and that layup by the shifty Villanueva puts Radford up 47 to 31. City tosses it out of bounds another turnover things unraveling moment by moment and by my math I'm I'm, not, I'm more of a writing uh, major compared to math but I believe that's a 24 to 4 run by Radford as they lead by 16 now
3: yeah it's a 24 to 4 advantage in the second half period
2: so nice job by Radford making those adjustments coach Charles Chong He's a veteran, he knows how to coach his team. And speaking of veterans, Villanueva is dialed in. She makes another shot from the elbow and Radford is just starting to run away now, 49 to 31. And they're showing why they are one of the top teams in the OIA and another steal as Matthews gets it, puts it up and in, that is now a 20 point lead by the Radford Rams.
3: Yeah, you know, we heard Kyle, Kyle Martin say, you know, this is kind of like football, you'll feel like safety. Right now, Matthews is playing great man-to-man defense and on the Weaver, and she's able to pick off those passes back to her.
2: Scanlon comes the other way for Pro City and puts in a scoop layup. Might be a little too, little too late, though, as Radford has not only gone up by 20 in this half, but they trailed by as many as eight back in the second quarter, so they essentially flipped the script by 28 points and really have a commanding lead here as they smartly start to take some air out of the ball using that shot clock to their advantage. They dribbled out now to 5 seconds before finally Uemetsu puts up the shot and good to put Radford up by 20 nearly halfway through this 4th quarter. Pro City trying to find some kind of offensive. Gonzalves tries to get away from Uemetsu. Noah no dice. There, she passes to Scanlan. Scanlan has really been one of the only players forcing the action for Pro City tonight, as well as Kaisha DeWeaver. And Scanlan will get fouled again. She'll get two free throws.
3: Yeah, that's what Pro City needs to do: is get it to Scanlan and have her go to the hoop and draw some some fouls. Because she's one of the better free throw shooters. You know, right before the end of the third quarter, the score was 29 to 39 in favor of Radford. But Pearl City had five golden opportunities at the free throw line to make this a two possession game. And they came up empty in all of that.
2: That's a really good point. And we mentioned you know, the, the momentum shifts in this game. Radford got out ahead, then Pearl City swung back. And then Radford went on that huge run. And Pearl City, as Matthews misses a layup for Radford, had an opportunity to get back in this game but you make a great point Mike about those missed free throws that's five free points taken essentially off the board and here we are with Radford up by 18 and after the turnover by the Rams it'll be Pro City ball 350 and winding left in this ball game. oh a near travel that wasn't called the referees might have missed that one as going the other way is the younger Aisha DeWeaver and she's going to be fouled before any shot opportunity but mike as we basically can see that radford is going to have this win in hand what can pearl city do down by 18 340 left to go So maybe get something going to take into their next game as they're still going to be in the oia d1 west playoff hunt
3: yeah pro city they came up from the division two ranks they won the oid two last year In the regular season, it is. Everybody plays everybody. But they kind of got off to a strong 4-0 lead. But now they're in the gauntlet of their schedule. Um, You know, they're going to have to rebound and kind of put it together. You know, a lot of times in high school, it's about momentum. And right now, you don't want to jump ship. You want to make sure that, you know, hey, we got some setbacks, but there's still winnable games on our schedule. And we're just going to see how Pro City responds after this game.
2: And Radford up by 18. They're going to call a 30-second timeout. We'll take a 30-second break as well. We'll be right back. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network.
1: OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii.
2: Kyle Galdera and Michael Lescaro back here at Pearl City High School. The Chargers had an eight-point lead at one point but have since given it all back and more as Radford now leads by 16, pardon me, 17, and make it 19 following the Bollinger layup. Up and good. She's going to be fouled and will go to the line. Going to make it a three-point play and everything going Radford's way here in the second half, Mike. And, you know, talking about Radford being one of the top teams in the OAD1 West, They're great, but they're going to have to really up their game and eliminate some of these turnovers if they're going to try to face off against even stronger teams like Mililani and Campbell.
3: Yeah, well, they definitely was able to beat Mililani at the start of the season. You know, they kind of had a setback when they played Campbell, but what I like for Radford in this game is that you have players stepping up for them. You have players coming off the bench, you know, like Lila Matthews, you know, defensively and offensively making an impact, as well as players like, you know, Courtney Smith that's able to get some bo- um, points down low.
2: So following the Bollinger and one, it's a 20-point lead again for Radford. 56-36, 2.40 and winding left in this fall game. A layup missed by Shante Strowman of Radford. Most of the starters still in this game, so it's clear that Coach Charles Chong wants his team to finish strong with about 2.5 minutes left to go in the ballgame. Double team against Kaisha Weaver. She misses a shot, and there is the strong rebound collected by Bollinger, but she throws it away. Nice pickoff there by Kylie Chavez, who just checked in for Pro City. Over to Aisha Weaver. Drives baseline all the way around the horn to Scanlon. She jacks a three. No good, but rebounded by Kaisha Weaver. Her layup is up and no good. Rebounded by Bollinger, and I think Bollinger is definitely in double-double territory now. We don't have official stats, but I'd venture to say she has at least 15 rebounds.
3: Yeah, and she's definitely the one also pushing the pace in the fast break and in transition, trying to get the ball up ahead with her little nifty left-handed passes.
2: So Villanueva dribbling things out. A minute 35 left to go in the ball game. Radford up 56-36. Villanueva fakes the handoff to Bollinger. Drives baseline up and under. No good, but she's going to be fouled. And Villanueva, definitely the offensive powerhouse that Radford has leaned on tonight. As I mentioned earlier, Radford fell behind by eight points in the second quarter, totally flipped things around in the third, and now late in the fourth leads by 20.
3: Yeah, it looks like Radford's going to start to empty the bench after these free throws. We've got three subs uh, about to check in for Radford.
2: Villanueva makes the first free throw as her substitute waits patiently to sub out for her that's Gwen Villarain waiting to sub for Villanueva and Villanueva makes her second free throw to cap a very productive evening helping as the senior helping Radford to what should be a victory up by 22 just a minute 27 left to go Pro City rolling the ball up trying to save some time the DeWeaver gets it dribbling to the right side looks down low but stolen away and then stolen right back by Pearl City pinballing around goes the ball finally picked up by Kaisha Deweaver her left-handed shot from about five feet away is no good and that's going to be rebounded by Umetsu a minute five left to go in the ball game Radford trying to take some clock off especially from the shot clock with 25 seconds left to go in their possession oh a nice steal there and a, oh, the layup is no good. I believe that was Adaro going the other way. She made a nice play, but I think a little too excited knowing that she had that breakaway layup opportunity.
3: Yeah, one thing I think Pro City is going to have to learn from this game is we're going to have to get better in the half court. I know Coach Kyle Martin, he preaches defense, and you see their defense led to offense and some um, you know second chance opportunity at the line. But you know, right now I don't like their half-court offense. You know, Ayesha Weaver kind of had to pick up her dribble. You had two players calling for the ball. We need some movement. Earlier in um, a couple of possessions ago, we had Ayesha Weaver in the post, but there's and she she was you know trying to figure out what, if she's gonna pass it out or dribble. But you know there was no movement by all the other players. They were just kind of standing around. So they're definitely gonna have to get better in the half-court. Um, you know, you know, get some sets. You know, maybe you can get some, some horns action um, where you have your two guards in the corner, corners. You have Kaisha Weaver and Shalice Cannon setting up those, you know, the high-pull screens, kind of like Miami Heat did with Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Oh, taking they, it back. They definitely <laughs> have players and they have talent, but there's just unlocked potential that they still haven't gotten to, and they just got to kind of put it all together.
2: So Pearl City takes its final time out of the game, trailing by 21. And that gives us an opportunity to remind you that you can listen to all of our local play-by-play action here on demand. You can relive the moments of this game and many others at hawaiisportsradio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And I've mentioned it a few times, but just in case you didn't hear it, you can catch another girls' basketball matchup this Friday at 7 p.m. as Castle hits the road to face Farrington in the heart of Kalihi as that should be a fun battle. It's a D2-D1 crossover, but Farrington in the D2, I think, on paper at least, is a bit stronger than Castle in the D1. So it'll be interesting to see how that game pans out.
3: Yeah, Castle actually played Pro City for the Division two Championship last year, so, you know, at, at this point, you just play who you, you gotta play the entire East, and D1, D2, you gotta be playing good basketball. That's what matters.
2: And Pro City hits a free throw to cut the deficit to 20, 58-38. Pro City with a full court press. Coach Kyle Martin trying to squeeze any type of momentum going into the next game as they can out of this one as Umetsu does a nice job of beating the press. Radford will try to hold it a bit and potentially get Pro City down to its last possession on the other end. Umetsu dribbling right then left, and she's going to be fouled. And that will be the fifth foul for Pro City sending Radford to the free throw line for potentially the last time tonight.
3: I know there's a lot of changes in girls' basketball, especially, you know, with, with the shot clock. That's definitely a new one. But I'm guessing falls reset now at the end of every quarter. I, I, I did not know that. Yeah,
2: so it's kind of in line with the college game as the first free throw is no good. Basically you start at zero, if you get up to five or more, you get two free throws and that's the other team. So if Radford commits five, Pro City gets free throws the rest of the way. And then when the quarter ends, you go back to zero. So it kind of gives you a fresh start with every quarter as Umetsu makes another free throw. 59-38 is the margin in favor of the Rams. Pro City with Gonzales has it. And gotta give credit to Radford. They're still playing tough defense as finally breaking the pressure is Kaishida Weaver. She makes a contested layup and that should be our last points of the game. As under six seconds to go now. Oh, Ometsu almost trips a bit, and her traveling violation is gonna give Pro City one more crack at it before this game ends.
3: You know, you said that might be the first, the last points of the game. And then we have Pro City with the ball again, Kyle. Is we'll it a see. jinx?
2: We'll see. Gonzales has it. Can she get some more points for Pearl City? Nope. That's going to be it as the final buzzer sounds. Nice job by Radford coming back from down eight, going up by as many as 23, and finishing off Pearl City with a 59-40 road victory. We're going to come back and wrap things up. And, of course, you want to stay tuned because we're going to present our Yayu player of the game. Kyle Galdera and Michael we will be right back. This is OIA Gross Basketball right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network.
1: You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760, brought to you by Hawaii Pacific
2: Health. Back here at Pearl City High School, the Chargers had a great effort to start this game. They actually went up by eight points against the favored Radford Rams, but then Radford really turned it on and flipped the script. They went on a run that basically gave them a 28-point advantage. They were up by 23 in the second half and finished off the 19-point victory, 59-40 to 40 on the road against Pro City. And Michael, just kind of quickly wrap things up as far as what we talked about. Radford playing consistent defense all the way through. They had great spurts of offense, especially Jaira Villanueva, 23 points. And, and just talk about their effort to play consistently, and that's what allowed them to overcome Pro City.
3: Yeah, definitely, you know, at halftime, the message, the, probably the message was, we need someone to step up. You know, in the first half, it was all Villanueva, all Bollinger, and the other girls on the court for Radford were definitely playing a little bit timid. Second half, halftime, you know, the message was definitely heard, and you had contributions from all across the board. Um, you know, I want to have Lila Matthews coming off the bench, um, 5'3 sophomore guard. She played solid defense on Aisha DeWeaver that kind of took her out of her game. You know, she also got two steals on the inbounds pass after a made basket So, you know, credit to Radford for kind of flipping the, the switch and the script on the home Pro City Chargers.
2: And that's a great point and great analysis, Mike. And... Of course, we alluded to it and now we have to deliver. The Yayu yeah, player of the game is going to go to Jaira Villanueva. And before we tell you about her though, we want to tell you that Yayu HNL is the newest brand for sports apparel and accessories. Check them out on Instagram at Yayu HNL. That's Y E A H, the letter U, H N L. Yayu Let's get it. And who got it tonight? That was Jyra Villanueva. 23 points as the senior guard led the way for the Radford Rams, really overcame the defense of Pearl City and helped get her team back from an 8-point deficit all the way up by 23 and the eventual 9-19, pardon me, point win. So Jyra Villanueva is our yeah, you player of the game. Before we wrap things up, we got to give a shout-out to her as she picks up her Awesome shades and those sunglasses, Mike. Not only are they cool, but they actually protect you to the point where they're OSHA approved. So you can use them on the worksite, on the sports field, anywhere, even at the beach. They're going to take care of your eyes and protect you from all those nasty UV rays. So again, check out Yeah You. That's on Instagram Yeah You HNL. That's Y E A H. The letter U H N L Yeah You. Let's get it. And that'll wrap things up from Pearl City. But before we go, we have to send our shout-outs. Our man with the plan, Paul Brecht, back in the studio. You can catch him with Kule Agbayani every morning on Wake Up in the Den from 8 to 9 a.m. He's our in-studio producer and engineer. Our on-site producer, Kule, I mentioned. And, of course, our technical support provided by AC Custodio. And the never-short-on-worded Alan Mia. And, of course, before we wrap things up, great job, Mike, on your first broadcast with us. The last word is yours, my friend.
3: Yeah, going back to Villanueva as our YAYU yeah, player of the game, you know, she really adjusted to Pro City's defense. And I like what Coach Charles Strong and Radford did, where they had her inbound the ball. You know, Pro City would lose her, and she would come around and get the ball right back for some open open baskets. Um, yeah, it's great, great, great season. You know, we got... A couple more regular season broadcasts coming up. we got Farrington on, and Castle on Friday. Kahuku and Kaiser on Tuesday, and we got the championships coming up. So it's going to be a fun 2024.
2: Definitely a fun start to the new year and a fun start for Radford as they finish off Pearl City tonight, 59:40, here on our airwaves. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And I mentioned everybody who contributed, our hardworking crew. We couldn't have done it without you. Make sure to tune in Friday as we bring you Castle versus Farrington. For our entire HSR and Ohana, I'm Kyle Galdera. Take care and aloha.
1: You've been listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network's special presentation of OIA Athletics and the featured game of the week on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And DSE Hawaii. Providing customer value. Tonight's game was made possible also in part thanks to the following. Play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera. Play-by-play color commentator Michael Lasquero. On-site technical engineer and operations director Kuala Ag- Bayani and in-studio technical engineer Paul Bracht. Visit HawaiiSportsRadio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.